The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. When you think about believers in business, does your mind immediately go to powerful executives or maybe scrappy entrepreneurs? What if God's plan for a believer in business was much less glamorous, uh, but no less powerful? Today, you're going to hear one of those stories of incredible faithfulness in the small things that is showing eternal rewards. Welcome to Leaders Moment by FX Missions Podcasting. We encourage you to take a moment to sharpen the saw of your leadership perspective and performance. We're bringing you interviews and stories of leaders much like yourself who are taking action, learning, realizing potential, and getting results. Welcome to the Leader's Moment. You can find all things FX Missions podcasting at fxmissionspodcast.com. There's a link in the description. And you can find everything for this episode at leadersmoment.org slash 234. Today you'll hear about how success requires both skills and attitude and how both are key in being faithful to your calling. You'll discover how God's using a barber shop as a place of ministry as well. We love hearing from you, especially on social media. Quick thanks for your engagement to Brittany, Tony, and Kelsey. You can find us at Leaders Moment on Facebook or Instagram. Hi, Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment. That's right. This is the Believers in Business series, kind of a new series we're doing. I'm excited to be with you for this and happy to be bringing you this recording from abroad. Yes, that's right. A second episode here that I'm doing from Brazil, South America. If you didn't hear the first one, I encourage you to go back and get a listen on that. Thankful to be reunited South America style with my good friend and uh, former co-conspirer, Felipe Simoes. Hello, Felipe. Are you there? I'm here. <laughs> Felipe, good to be with you, bro. We've been together for, I don't know, maybe close to a week or something. Yes. Yeah, here in South America. Absolutely. Springtime is coming on down here. Exact opposite of us North American guys in terms of our seasons, but it's been a wonderful time and good, good, good to be reunited with Philippe. We are in our Believers in Business series. Philippe, are you in business? Yes, I'm in business about five years already. Okay. Five years already in business? Well, you are an overcomer then because you didn't 
close up shop in the first year. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool and important, I think, in our times to get past that first year. Let's rewind a little bit, though, before we get really into the details of your business. And let's talk a little bit about you, Felipe. Where are you from? I'm from Brazil. The name of my city is Curitiba. I'm 40 years old. I've been here since I was born, besides the time that I stayed in the U.S. for two years. That's it. Okay. South of Brazil is the area of Brazil that you live in and a city called Curitiba. We will be there tomorrow. It will be my first time there. There are some big cities in Brazil, but uh, your city is a large one, important city there. And they tell me it's one of the more beautiful cities that is as large as yours is, full of parks and beauty. Is there something you want to say about Curitiba? I have a lot of things to say. You're right in on that that you said about the parks, we have a lot, a lot of parks. We have two million people. So as you check it, there are major cities in Brazil like we stay all together, packed in the in the capitals. So that's why we have a lot of forest because everybody's like my city is two million people. This city that we're recording is three million people. Big cities in Brazil, and Brazil is really big too, and very diverse. Thankful to be here and thankful to be with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? I know that we met when you were in ministry school in the mid-2000s. You were coming to the U.S. Did you always want to travel? Did you always think that you would be living in the States for a couple of years when you were younger? Uh, so let's make a big story short. I was of a family Kind of poor, I can say. My daddy worked with fixing tires, and I had a dream to study abroad theology. I didn't know anything about outside. I started studying English, and I just did. And after after that, that experience, uh, I had a life change. I, I thought with myself, we can do a lot more. So when I came back to Brazil after U.S., I said, I'm going to do the SAT test and I'm going to pass. And I passed in this university that's one of the best of the country. I studied administration. And after that, I was doing some internships with import-export. And after that, I went to start my own business. And then came an idea by my sister and I started the barbershop. So... We are there ministering there also. Awesome, man. I know you do good work. One day my beard will be long enough for you to shape it. Great. I'm hopeful. I don't have a beard like you. Your beard is very awesome, has some length, and you're a great advertisement for your barbershop. So I'm excited to know more about your process on the barbershop. An idea came through your sister, you're saying, and... You didn't have background in this kind of work, am I right? You're completely right. When I left the U.S., I left with the mind, actually. Uh, we, I had the opportunity to learn with you in Special Force. We work, work in physical training, and we did some things that they were very hard to do. The 
very phrase that he always said before before the trips were be mentally prepared. So I was mentally prepared and the other one you're gonna remember that's don't quit. So <laughs> yeah, I know that you're laughing because it's very true. And I was repeating all the time. So now when I came back I said I'm not gonna quit at, at all. I spent four months studying like I would wake up, study, I would sleep studying. And for four months I did that and got the SAT. So I started the business. I said, I'm going to do it. So I didn't have the background, as you said. When we, we see life with attitude, I believe that 80% of our lives is attitude and 20% is skills. So if we have the attitude, we can change environments. We can start our own business and we just have to go through. If we think in the problem, I read an article that you wrote that you said, I'm not going to remember the whole thing in English, but you are here to help me. The thing is you can transcend the obstacles looking to them. Am I right? Yeah. So that's the thing. So I started the business and I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to work through. That's the phrase that I heard Denzel Washington saying, and I kept that in my mind. Hard work works. Working really hard, it's what successful people do. And that's our calling. Good one. Just a little context uh, to folks who wouldn't otherwise know. I was involved in a training program where we were preparing ministry students for missions type of exercises. There was a physical component. There was a spiritual component. There was a teaching component. And there was a kind of a readiness mindset that we were trying to impart. And that's where Philippe and I worked together. I was part of the leadership team. And he was at that time a student. And he was in the program for a couple of years, ended up being a real leader and, and doing some great things. And we were thankful to have him and his contribution in that program. And it was a little while back. <laughs> That's the same way to say it. I think we were younger men at that time, Philippe, I think maybe almost 15 years ago when we met. Does that sound right? Yeah, it is. 14 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to make it more than it was. Anyway, the idea that we can't transcend the obstacles if we're focused on those, we have to focus on a solution or something other than the obstacle as a part of having a mindset to overcome, we can't get too focused. It's like a saying I heard one time, and maybe you'll translate this into Portuguese and, and use it like I'm doing some of your quotes The guy said, when you're digging for gold, you can't get focused on dirt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the way obstacles are. You had a ready mindset. You were focused. You pushed through. You did the preparation. You got these testing elements out of the way. You decided what business you wanted to be in. 
and you stepped out and you got going. And this was five years ago. Yes, five years. Tell us a little bit about your barbershop itself. I know you've shown me around. We've done some video stuff there. Maybe tomorrow I'll get there and can take a look and, and spend some time in your barbershop as we're traveling to your city tomorrow. But can you tell me what kind of solutions, what kind of services that you offer there? Uh, I've been thinking about barbershop and what we do there. When I talk to missionaries, I say, I don't know if I can leave this place. It's the best place for ministry because you're shaping beards, you're shaping hairs, but the person has to stay with you for 30 minutes. Mm. So when you're sharing life, life with their family, your wife, your kids, mm. you're sharing life. It's literally prophesying because the prophecy is about edifying, mm. comfort, build. So we're sharing lives, our lives, and people just like stay there and see that they're building up. They're being comforted with that because they're passing through the same things that you're passing through. So, but the way that you say with the faith that you have, they are encouraged by that. Mm. So it's, uh, when I first started, I didn't realize that it would be like that. And now as we are getting closer with, by the end of the times, we are getting closer to the Lord. The opportunities are coming even more like new believers asking about some things that, and we can go deeper there. Of course, we don't bother the, those ones that they are just there because they feel something. Oh, the Holy Spirit's going to go in there. But we're ministering those ones that are available. That's a good place to minister. I could advise every missionary to do, to open business like that. I think you're one of God's secret weapons in the barbershop. Maybe he's using you to do things there that you wouldn't expect, or maybe other people wouldn't expect. It is often said, I think, that especially in the beauty side of things, in the beauty shop, that the ladies are therapists <laughs> for the ladies who are coming to get their hair done. Of course, they're spending sometimes two or three hours there at a time. So, of course, they need to get into a lot of conversations and those kinds of things. But you're saying you're seeing something similar with the guys there at the barbershop. It's a ministry opportunity. And as you're led by the Holy Spirit, you're in a position to encourage, strengthen, build up, and all the things that the Bible says that prophetic things are about. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's encouraging. And being sensitive there, I think, is it's important when we approach our work, to have a sensitivity to the Lord's leading so that we don't miss an opportunity. We need to make good on those opportunities because we're has someone's life there in front of us, that person that God loves. So very encouraging to do that. Tell me about a time in your business when faith was key. Maybe you were facing some kind of obstacle, or maybe you're facing some kind of trouble or difficulty, and 
the Lord led you out of that. Does something come to mind? Just came right after you asked that the one thing is like uh, when we started, I didn't have much money, but I started by faith. Mm -hmm. We know as believers, we want to give our offerings and and uh, help other people. Mm -hmm. And we do it by faith. Yeah. It's always everything by faith. So in next month, like we don't know if the customers are going to come, mm. but they just come. So I think that faith is taking a step forward. Like our father, Abraham, mm. he didn't know what's supposed to come. The land that he's going, if there's a, there was food, river, whatever mm -hmm. for drinking and having food, it's the same in business. You don't know what's going to happen. It is really working your job. People are liking your product, but the thing come, you've got to believe that's, that's all about. Yeah. And I think what you're saying there is believing is taking a step out. Yes, it is. That's an evidence of faith is the step that first one into the unknown, if you will. I like the way you're explaining that. Abraham didn't know where he was going. He didn't have a sense of certainty about the land or the environment that he would be in. He only knew the one who was calling him. So <laughs> that's the part I think we want to focus on. A lot of times in business, I think we want to be so prepared that we will be in a position not to be surprised by circumstances or conditions or situations. But it's impossible not to be surprised when you're starting because you're just beginning and everything is new. Are the people coming back? Are they going to like what I'm doing for them? All those kinds of things. I think we just have to step out and take courage. Leadership, obviously this is a leadership podcast, is about taking action. It's about stepping out. It's about, even though sometimes it's very uncomfortable, sometimes we're going to have to be the first ones to move, the first one to act, and the first one to feel the resistance <laughs> from the environment that we're acting on for the first time. Very important stuff right there. Very important stuff. What are you hoping for in terms of these next years, how it could develop. I know you mentioned earlier that you were training someone to also be involved in the business, help out, also take care of the customers. Do you think that your business is an opportunity to prepare other people for similar things? Can you tell us a little bit about your approach, not just to your customers, from a business and kind of a ministry standpoint, but can you tell us about your workers or the ones you're working with and the ones you're preparing? What can you say about that, Philippe? Thanks for asking that. That's a great question. Actually, I have a boy there. He's 15 years old. He was my customer about three years, maybe. And uh, he asked me to teach him and I said, just come. So I start teaching him and he's starting getting better and better. And then he told me, I want to go to U U.S. My sister wants to go there. 
her daddy lives there in U.S. And they said, it's no problem. I'm going to teach you anyways, because we've got a soul in people's lives. It's not about what he's going to give me back. If he's going to stay there, if my wasting time, some people think only about money. If they are wasting time teaching somebody, but we're sowing lives. And when we're sowing, we're sharing life. And this guy, he's 15 years old, but uh, tomorrow he's going to be in the conference that you're going to preach, Scott. So he wants to go there. Why does he want to go there? Because he has been hearing my testimony, the way that they take life easy with the Lord. He knows everything. He's 15 years old, but they talk about my wife, about things, deep things. You know, it's it's a challenge to, to live, to pay your bills, to do things. So I talked to him. And one thing that's very interesting about who is working with you, that your customers are going to be happy to the measurement of how your employee is happy. Mm. If the person who is working with you is not happy, your customers are not going to be happy. So I told this guy, you're going to leave, but I'm going to teach you English first. So I start teaching English also to this guy. So he's not going to forget me. Like I didn't charge a penny. Actually, he's making money because in the barbershop here in the build centers, hair salon, you pay 50% of their work. So I, I believe that he's not going to forget all this time that he had the opportunity to learn uh, so young. So it's a great place for ministering. It's awesome. Absolutely. Was a great quote that you said there. I don't know where you got it, or maybe the Lord gave it to you directly, but the idea of to the degree that your people that are working with you are happy, that's the degree that they're able to make your customers happy and enjoy the experience. That's powerful and very important, I think, as business people we recognize that we have relationships all around us, right? And these relationships are entrusted to us. It's relationships with our vendors. It's relationships with our customers and relationships with our coworkers and our employees. That is something I think it's important to emphasize is that we have to have a sense of the importance and the value of all of those relationships and do everything we can to show each of them respect and dignity and to approach them in a way that is edifying and encouraging to those, each one. Very well said, Philip. In closing here, as we're finishing up, is there something that you want to emphasize or mention that I didn't ask you or something that comes to mind as a final thought that you want to share? I don't have now anything. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> don't worry, man. Don't worry. We could repeat the same thing. <laughs> no, it's okay. Someone can start the podcast over and get it again if they want to without us having to uh, do that. But thank you very much for being willing to join me here on the podcast. I know from time to time you have been listening and in, enjoying the content there with the interviews and other people. So thank you. 
it's very much a blessing to me to have you as a participant in the podcast and also someone who listens. So you're participating on both sides of the microphone. So that to me is a real blessing. And I appreciate your friendship. And I thank you for really being my host here in Brazil, along with Davi, who was on the previous podcast. So thanks so much for your friendship, bro. If someone wanted to find out more about you, about the barbershop, or about who is this Felipe Simoes, how could they find that information? About me, they can find uh, in the, my page, Instagram, uh, Felipe O. Simões. Mm-hmm. It's Felipe O. Simões. My job is O Mestre Barbershop. You're going to spell O-M-E-S-T-R-E, Barbershop, like in English. Okay. Cool. I see you put that in English, which was pretty cool, the way you did those words. And we'll also put the links on the show notes and information so folks can find you pretty easy. And I really appreciate you being here, bro. It's really a blessing to have you on. And thank you for what you're doing with your customers. Thank you for what you're doing with the young man you're preparing And it's a blessing. Your approach to business is very encouraging. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thanks for the invitation. Yes, sir. And I am Scott McClelland, and this is the FX Missions Leadership Moment. If you need to contact me or us, please do so at fxmissions.com. Big thanks going out to Philippe for his friendship and also for his transparency and sharing his story. If you've made it this far, I'd really appreciate it if you'd take just 30 seconds and share this episode with a friend or two. Now, if you've ever had thoughts about making an eternal impact, you won't want to miss the next episode. You'll hear from Pierce from the Eternal Entrepreneur about the pursuit of excellence, the importance of adding value, how critical our thoughts are, and so much more. That's coming up next time. We really appreciate you being a part of the Leaders Moment. If you will, visit leadersmoment.org follow to have this podcast and future podcasts delivered to your favorite podcast app every time we publish a new episode. Thanks again.